Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. I'm Steven. This is my co-host. Hey, this is Amber. This is Poema Podcast, guys, where we like to have a ton of fun, we like to laugh hard and play harder. It's just all about having that creative space where we can just be ourselves. podcast um we're here with my co-host amber o'brien we What's are up? what up um we are just constantly just pushing against boundaries and also wanting to constantly give everything to god and not make it so sugar-coated because life is way too short for all that and what we are all about is just pushing against the, the borders and just doing what we really feel we're called to do and not feeling like we're fit into this mold of just doing what we're supposed to do. You know, like I think it's a really a huge thing. So uh, Amber, uh, tell us about yourself. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> I own a bookkeeping company. I'm a mom of five kids. Yeah, right? So I can't guarantee there won't be any child interruptions, but I did just tell them to wait so long. We'll see how that goes. Go Um, for the laundry. I'm also a worship leader at Calvary Chapel with the island and a creative. I love to create and I love music, especially worship and serving the Lord. So yeah. Me in a handbasket. <laughs> you in a handbasket. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> awesome. Um, so let's go over like what Poema means um, yes. so that we can just get that out of the way. Because this is not just like, everyone's like, oh, it means like poem. It's like so poetic. Right. And I don't know, but sure, it is poetic, yeah. but it doesn't mean that in that sense. So the Greek... The Greek word, and we're going to go back in time and go do some, like, little bit of research. Not really. Um, but it's more along the lines of knowing that the word poema means workmanship. And that is not just workmanship, like, just for workers, but it means 
God's workmanship and that which you have been created to do. So that's what is the difference in it. Like being called to do something and being pushed into something is way different. And like, I think that's what we're striving to do for creatives or wanting to create a place and a platform for people in all industries, whether you're a photographer, a videographer, or you're in music or you're in writing or podcasting or you're just a you're just a mom or you're or you're just doing what you are called to do like you're not supposed to feel like you're burdening the world by what you feel like or do this is more so a place that you can feel empowered and also encouraged and also challenged yeah so we want to see how we can do that and on this platform. Do you have anything else to add to that, Amber? Well, I was I was thinking maybe it would be good for you to say kind of how you came about the name Prama and the idea, you know, what happened in your life that made you think of this? Because I think that's a cool piece. Yeah. So as an entrepreneurial person, I I always am striving to to push against things but it it was always just like place with without direction it was just like oh like all these people are doing this the the nomad kind of lifestyle or i'm self-employed just jump on board and like i was i was a sucker for those things and just because i had this hole in my heart and i didn't know what really to do i didn't know like okay, like, I know that I am totally gifted in music. I'm also gifted in writing. I'm, I love to talk and to encourage and all these different things. But, like, it was this place where I felt like I had to do more. And that was really hard because I went to school for music and, you know, I didn't get the music job. I had offers from different people and I was really burned pretty severely from different artists and different labels and it was just like man like is this really what I'm supposed to be doing like right and so when I hit rock bottom with a endeavor I was going to like put my marriage at a very screaming halt Mm -hmm. um it opened up my eyes a lot just to be able to sit and to obviously not obviously I got out of the business I was pursuing it was a affiliate marketing um business and it was for the betterment of my marriage um shout out to three three strong years of marriage it's definitely a lot of work and it is also a lot of blessing and also just learning a new person from the inside out. So it's just trying to figure that out as my wife and I are both entrepreneurial people, as you'll like to see her later on in further episodes to come. Just so when I was in this kind of predicament, I had to, I got out of this affiliate marketing thing and I just was like, my, my buddy was like, well, what are you gonna do next? I'm like, I don't even know. Like I literally just sat on my couch 
and was just like writing, writing, writing. And I was busying myself. And that's what we tend to do as creatives. We like to busy ourselves so we can distract ourselves. But it, it came when I was just was still before the Lord and still before the chaos of my mind because my mind just doesn't ever want to go to sleep. It's just like, wake up, go. And it's like, and so when I did that, I was like, all right, what do I personally want? And sure, like that sounds super cliche. It sounds like I'm just saying this because everyone else says this, but I had to get really specific what my desires were. And when I did that, I, I remembered that I had this big desire for music and film and being able to do something in regards to the, the background, the business side. Like I love playing, but at the same time, like it wasn't, it wasn't my endeavor to be a touring artist because I strive and would love to have a large family and to be there and to be a dad. And with those great desires, you have to make, sacrifices that I understood but I also like was willing to take those sacrifices so I started reading through Ephesians and just like slowing down my mind and as I was reading through Ephesians Ephesians 2.10 stuck out stood out to me and I just got this and I'll read it um just because I think it's very important to read yeah from yeah and so it says, for we are his workmanship, his own masterwork, a work of art, created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set so that we would walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. And that, that like, still asked me, like, okay, the good life, okay, obviously, like, the life in Jesus is good, but, like, am I just supposed to struggle and struggle until yeah. I get to heaven and, like, just be like, yeah, raising my hands up, God, like, I'm just going to, like, throw this out and not enjoy life fully. No, like, his intent for me was to be able to enjoy life now and to bring him the fullest amount of glory in that. And when I remembered... When I first met Sarah, I told her that I had this big dream to create a workshop for creatives. And and she was like, that sounds amazing. And I'm like, damn straight it does. Like, you know, like, yeah, it does. And and I didn't think that would be from myself because that was a, a way larger dream than, than me. And when I started to pick it apart and started to look at every year of my life and the people I've networked with, it all started to make sense that every person that I've networked with, they've been in the creative field. They've been someone that has been a, uh, I don't know, a pivotal person that can add to my desire for this workshop and to be able to be able to give something that they're loving to do. It's not just, they're just giving because they, because they have to, it's like they give because they're like, they wake up and they're like, I want to go write. I wake up, they want to go record. They wake up, they want to go shoot something, shoot a video or shoot a photo. And like with those kind of people that are all in my life, I was like, well, 
this makes perfect <laughs> sense. Like, am I an idiot? Sure. Like, I didn't think about it until I'm 28 years old. But, you know, it, it took yeah, that time to be able so to do things that I love about it like there's so many things I love about your vision and like when you were speaking to me like on that initial phone call and you were casting your vision like the things that stood out to bit about it to me were the fact that I know that you had prayed over it because you said that you spoke those words you said you know when I was praying about it you know people's (laughs) names came up and ideas came up and you know, that's kind of part of the reason I'm around is because yeah. my name was one of those names. So it, it's mm-hmm. a vision that the Lord cast on you and that you're using to not only be somewhat of a, well, not even somewhat, one of those great <laughs> dreams for you in your life, but your whole vision is to help other creatives that, you know, are stuck in a spot that we all, in, you know, tend to get to where like you said, you, you want to have a family. I have a family. We have these gifts from the Lord and we're using them to the best of our abilities, but we don't have the resources mm-hmm. that we necessarily could use to do something to have a greater reach. And I think that that is so sweet and special that this is your vision and your dream. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, why I was encouraging you to pursue it. And I'm so excited to be a part of it, whatever that ends up looking like so yeah I I think that's just super cool yeah thanks so much it's it's as you have been part of it since literally day negative one (laughs) (laughs) like for all you guys are listening like Amber and I we were separated at birth not really but we we when we met we're like where have you been my whole life like right are you my twin or? We are twins. We are definitely or, twins. <laughs> did you just decide to like mimic everything I said? Is this a joke <laughs> to you? Like, you know. Like, so. it's almost like when we were talking, like we had already spoken <laughs> in the past. Like we just have, I think it's because the, the vision that the Lord has cast in front of you is as one that he has cast in front of me also. But you kind of put legs and a voice behind it where I was kind of like, well, I have no idea. And, you know, in a future podcast, I suppose we'll talk about kind of what I've been through recently, but you know, to to have what I've been through happen and then to have you and I connect and then we're like twins for, for real. Like, I don't even know. It's, it's a, I think, and believe it's all my heart. It's a God given thing when two people meet and it feels like you've known each other your whole lives. And I love that. Like, and, and then when we just come together and sit down in my living room, we can worship mm-hmm. together and just not miss a beat. Like we don't reverse <laughs> or nothing, you know, it just, I just, I don't know. I think that it's a kindred spirit thing, you know, like we both oh. love the Lord and the Lord has put us together in this endeavor. And I'm super excited to see what happens with it and super blessed. And, um, I know that we, both, you know, hold the Lord as our, you know, one and only savior. And so he's a sinner of this whole thing, you know? So if it, if this is something that ends up, you know, being awesome, he's, he's the one that gets the glory, you know, everything is going to go 
to him. And, and I honestly wouldn't work with you if it was any other way, because it right, belongs to him. Good gifts come from the Lord and this is a <laughs> gift. And so I just feel like it's a gift that we get to keep unwrapping now. And the layers as the, the gift gets unwrapped are just going to be, you know, really exciting. And I think that other creatives, this is the thing I love about this is that it's creatives helping other creatives, mm-hmm. which is in a way not as heard of, which I like because a lot of times when you're a singer or, you know, in film or it's very competitive and right. so that makes it really hard. And this is more like a family, like people mm-hmm. helping people, you know? So I love that because I have a, the um, desire to serve um, with my life, to serve, you know, and do whatever the Lord calls. Um, and, and so this is just kind of lines right up with all of that. And I know it does for you too. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's what we're wanting to create out of this because a lot of people now are, they're just scrambling and like, yeah. sure, like they have like these friends that are like in the industry, but there's not a safe place to be able to come together and yeah. be able to connect and relate and have conversations and not feel like you're an outcast. There's a lot of shame that's placed on creatives because mm-hmm. of the fact that it's not the quote unquote American dream you're right. you're you're not pursuing the same as everyone else within the context of making x amount of money or driving this or doing that like we are a, our own separate breed of people and right it is very risky as well as it builds our faith and it also takes a lot of courage to pursue yeah. those things yeah um, because we have to know that in our heart of hearts that there is a greater reason that we are pursuing this and that we're not just going to just do it because it's the cool thing. Like no one gets in this industry or gets this calling because it's a cool thing. So (laughs) like it's the, it is literally the hardest thing you can ever do in your life. And the fact that we get up every morning or like, let's keep on going. Like that should be what Einstein says is insanity. But really, it's like not because we we know we're creating momentum. We know that we're creating a family of people that are going to be able to relate. And it's not just it's not just for those that are within those five boxes. Like we want to open the invite to people that are open to hearing and open to learning about what it means to be a creative within the context of being a husband, a wife, a mom, like those kinds of pivotal mm-hmm. things that are, that are so shamed upon, like, because we're so busy as people, like, I think it's important for us to open this and extend it to people that are not, that are, that are the underappreciated, the undervalued, when those people are the ones that are literally changing history every day by, by changing diapers. Yeah. <laughs> You know. The ones that have put their creative <laughs> lives on the shelf to yeah. be a good mom and a good dad and raise their kids. And so they, they in a way, sacrifice that, the mm-hmm. desire that, to go create something. Um, because, again, like you said, we're just, we have too much to do in the day. Everybody's so busy and we're just consumed by all of the, the hectic lifestyles that we yeah. live. So the create you know, the ability to create gets kind of set up on a shelf because it's okay. If I have time left at the end of the day, I'll get to that or I'll get up 
early and create or, you know, play some worship in the morning or whatever Mm -hmm. the call may be. So I think that, you know, creatives coming alongside creatives to not only say, you know, awesome, like you're creating and this is, but we know you're also a great mother, a great father. And that this isn't taking uh, the place of that. This is just giving you an outlet um, Mm -hmm. for it. And, you know, just people coming alongside people, helping to create an avenue for creatives to have resources available to to them to do more with what they create. It's just such a cool thing. And, And that being said, I think maybe elaborating more on what, Poyama looks like as far as the actual tangible, um, you know, building structure, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could um, kind of just unpack that a little bit, you know, what everybody's saying, okay, great, creatives to create and do this. What does that mean? So maybe you can kind of explain real quick, you know, what that means. <laughs> Not real quick, because we all know that something happened. But- <laughs> but what does that look like? You're walking through the front doors of Poyama. What does that look like? Give us a download. DL. <laughs> DL it up. <laughs> Sponsored by Poyama. We need sponsors. So if anybody listening wants to sponsor, that'd be fantastic. So oh let us gosh. know. Yeah. Well, I suppose we will put our contact information eventually yeah we'll have to like an email or something that's something that has to come into play so that they can I mean, reach we, out we don't even have an email yet but that doesn't matter we'll get hey, one we took the first step you know this the is first step, step number one numero uno is stepping out and going doing this really scary podcast but i think it's gonna be amazing and i think that um you know the lord's in this so you know, sky's yeah. the limit, man. <laughs> hey, there we go. The sky is a limit, so we're limitless. Right. A uh, to the men. Yeah. Okay, you walk, I, I'm, you know, what's this? All right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not, tra- I'm not, tra- doors, not no, trying to like, evade the conversation. I'm going back in. So we're going to Poyama. All right. So a physical building is something that's in the works. Um, we are... So you go walk into the room, so you walk in, boop, doors open, <laughs> and then you have a long table. Um, this table is going to be a communal table, and then to the right, there'll be um, coffee, because obviously all creatives thrive off of coffee. Right? <laughs> I can be Starbucks, because... We all know that we are co- we're all coffee snobs. That's just how we, we all are. Coffee snob. Yeah, we we all just like to have our you know pour over all situations. Um, and at this current time, we're we're trying to figure out whether we're going to do different floors for each kind of room, or we are thinking about just having it be like a warehouse kind of situation, and. So, but let's just go backtrack a little bit. There'll be specific rooms for specific um, creative talents and gifts. So let's just say that there'll be two rooms for, uh, two studios for recording. They could be able to record, mix, master, and be able to put something up onto any platform, whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, you want to put it up on 
I don't know whether platform a music video kind of situation. Um, so that would be one of the one of the areas. Excuse and all me. the equipment will be there. Yes, all equipment will be there. We're not going to provide any instrumentation um, unless they want to. We'll have it for rent, which we're still we're still divvying out all the kinds of pricing and what that looks like for rentals. Um, and because a, a lot of creatives, they are they like to bring their own guitars. Like I love to right. bring my guitar. You like to bring your tailor. You love to bring yeah. your Martin or they like to put their Gretsch or Pearl kits or whatever it looks like. And that's like important for people to have that. We'll bring, provide all the microphones though. And so they'll not have to bring those. Just bring instruments. We'll provide the rest. All the equipment will be working out of uh, Pro Tools. And so that's going to be that one space. And it'll have a little shop to rent things out of, as well as purchase strings, purchase picks, purchase sticks, purchase um, straps. If you don't have a strap or your strap breaks, you just like going hard in a solo, whatever that looks like. <laughs> um, so... In one spot, and the next spot will be a podcasting spot to be able to record. So you'll be able to have a platform where you can have a room, and you can record four different people and be able to have a conversation like this and have it user-friendly. You can upload and not have to do any of the mixing and mastering. You can also create your own theme songs, tracks, and you'll be able to... Record it, upload it, and it, as you're recording it, unlike this one right here, you, it's already mixing it while you're going, which is, which is incredible. Awesome. It is literally the easiest thing. We used it for, uh, shout out to the Commonplace. Uh, we used uh, the Roadcaster, shout out to Roadcaster as well, um, to be able to record some podcasts. And we were able to record and finish in an hour which is crazy because we had like 30 minutes of content and we just plugged in like a little like doodads as far as what we want for an intro and theme right. and then like little transitions and then boom we just were able to upload it that same night which usually it takes about three to four days to get yeah. everything going and be able to post it so that is very awesome user-friendly so podcasting we'll have two of those so we'll have two two rooms which is eight people or and you can have like guests come in and come out and we'll provide the mics for those and then the film i am still in the process of figuring that out i do have some friends that are helping me um piece it together but it would be more so of a youtube kind of a set so a green screen or a blue screen lights. yeah lights and and or <laughs> a room kind of like for a for being able to shoot a a home or like a bar scene so like take the show how much your mother or friends or full house like those shows they they all take place in specific areas it's either in a house or it's in a bar and like that's in a transitional kind of places so we're right. we're we're thinking through the place of like let's 
how do we make that fluid so we can be able to transition and have props and have a backdrop and have people be able to do good film and That's have people awesome. be able to record and put things not just up on YouTube, but having it be able to go and submit it to Netflix and submit it to Hulu and all these different platforms that they can have confidence that they can walk out with the piece they're working on and be able to work out of, um, what's it called? Final Cut Pro X uh, and be able to have those kinds of platforms where they're not stressing. Like this is... Be- this is what we're striving for at a poem is to be able to have a place where people don't have to stress, but they can just be able to go and they can do. A lot of people get so caught up within the context of how do I make this happen or how do I go about this? It's very expensive or I don't work enough or I don't, I don't have the time. Like this is what we're striving to do is create a place where people can have the time because they have all the resources. So within that, there'll be a mixing room. There'll be for half the room for music, half the room for film. And then also another portion of the room will be for photography. So we're thinking of doing a photo booth just for headshots or modeling. Um, That would have to be definitely, um, we have to put kind of like no nudity in there because I know that nudity shooting is very popular now um, but we just want to continue to to keep it in that kind of realm where we don't promote like nude nude photography because I know that there's different kinds of demographics coming in there um, so right so I'm a creative so I want to come and I want to use your space how would I access that kind of maybe unpack that a little bit like you we I know that we um we talked a lot about different things and we're not I wouldn't throw out any pricing or anything yet but like just kind of the idea of what it looks like to rent the space yeah so it would be a subscription monthly um so what are you laughing at me (laughs) (laughs) because you just totally cut me off you're like so and and I'm like oh sorry (laughs) Yeah, but I know your train of thought, and I know where you were going, so... You got uncomfortable with the nudity part, I know. No, I didn't at all. I'm actually really glad you brought that up. Um, But I also need this podcast to be um, less than three hours long, because nobody will listen to a three-hour-long podcast. You don't know that. That's true. I don't. There is probably one If they're still listening right now, they might even stick it out. You know, who knows? Well, how would do you have this like podcasting into the world right now? No, it's recording okay. right now. Well, I know we we haven't released it to the world, and we ne- we may never release this to the world. Just kidding, we will. Oh, talk <laughs> well, about. I just like how you were laughing at me, and I thought you were laughing at me because um, because I was bringing up like like numbers, and that's. Like yeah. my area, but that's, that's you, your, uh, you can do numbers all day. Like you do numbers <laughs> in your sleep. I play music in my sleep, so that's why we're um, like. I do numbers in both. my sleep, and I play music in my sleep. Well, I'm I put music to your numbers. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness, I love it. Well, I'm just thinking like Look somebody listening is going to be like, okay, these rooms, awesome. I'm a photographer, and I, you know, don't do nude photography, so that's 
you know, somebody that can use this space. Right. So okay. How in the world do I go about getting this space for the allotted time period? Right. So there's gonna be different tiers of a subscription. Um, let's just put them in like uh, the bronze, silver, and gold package. I like so, it. So let's just think of it as Mario Kart because that's the way I think about all the time. Bronze, <laughs> silver, and gold. So bronze is obviously third place. So we're going to be paying the least amount, but don't worry. That doesn't mean that you don't have access to things. So with the bronze, you'll, you'll have access to it uh, four times a month. So you can use the space for, like, say you want to do, you do a podcast, you want to do it once a week, and you're like, I just want to have this space so I can do this roadcaster thing and be able to do that. And then, or your photography, you have these clients coming in. So this is going to be the bronze. You'll still have full access to the, the creative space, so you could be able to use it for mixing, mastering. <clears throat> so say if you had a thing you recorded and you like want to just go mix, you still have access into it to be able to mix and master your any of your work that you've done there, as well as you'll be able to use a space to meet with other creatives. Um, so this is all included within. You'll also get the coffee that'll be completely on the house and within your subscription. So that's not going to be an added thing because I think that's super silly. Um, and then the silver is 12 times a month. So let's say you are just an all-out creative and you have like all these endeavors and you just want to use a space for podcasts, for recording, and then also for uh, a photography. You want to shoot like a album cover or something and you just need like this space. And these are going to be in four, it'll be four hours for the photography and for podcasting. You'll get four-hour time slots for the... For the video, I'm still figuring out like the time frame for that because I know that shooting is very insane. A lot of work, a lot of different takes. So I'm still working that out. Yeah. Well, as recording, I think it'd be important to to be more generous within that as well because I know that recording is not just a one-hit wonder kind of situation. You definitely have different takes. So I'm still ironing out those kind of numbers, which... We'll definitely be releasing in future episodes. Um, and then the gold will be unlimited access. You'll have priority over all the people that are going to be there. So you'll have, so let's just say that you signed up, they'll be on an online platform to book it. You'll, and if you were to book it and you picked a time and then someone else was like in a lower a lower time slot than you, I know this is like really harsh, but they would the person that was on the gold membership would have priority over that person. And I gotta it's gonna be kind of a hard thing to do because if there's two people that have gold and they want the same time, like we just gotta like be adults about it and talk it through and iron those things out as well as well as I want to create an incentive package that is, that is beyond Poyama. Um, yeah. So that they can be able, if they are, let's say they are a artist, because I relate with artists the most, they would, let's just say for the package idea, they would get a, they would get gigs and they would also be able to be premiered on podcasts and get promo through Poyama. 
and they would get a lesson with a artist in their in their genre that would be all within that would be a monthly thing they would get a gig they would get a podcast like shout out and be able to get interviewed by someone and they would also be able to get a, a lesson from a artist so i think those kind of things would be important to create the incentive because within those different tiers i want to create a place of just more than a, more than poem i want to be a place where people can be able to give out of it. I don't want it to be just an only inside thing because we're all creatives because we want to give and we feel like giving is the best way and we want to give in this kind of way. So we don't want all this to be just stuck in point. We want this to go out to all the Northwest to the West of the West Coast over to, you know, the rest of the world. So like that's what our intent is within this. That's awesome. And I love too that um, when you talked about walking in and that long table as being kind of a meeting place, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So there's a lot of times where we, we as creatives, we have a lot of energy and we have a lot of zeal, but we feel like we can't get that out within a coffee shop because they're, because we are the outcasts, as we said before. We are the people that are looked at. We're, we're just like, we're the misfits in the world. So within that, like, having this long table where we can be able to be working with other creatives, because every creative loves coffee shops, and the only reason that they meet there is because of the convenience of it, and they like to be around other people that they can potentially network with, because we're all introverted, but we also have the extroverted mind. And we also can be super extroverted and just like have a lot of energy that can just scare people away. And with, within that kind of context, there's this place where the introverts feel like they can still have the extrovert in mind where they're reaching out and networking with other people as well as extroverts can be themselves. And they're not going to be put in this box of, okay, like this, they're trying to do something over here or we're trying to do something over here. Like we're like, no, like having this long table where they can be a gathering of creatives that are meeting with other people and they can write. They, let's say that you went in there like, hey, I'm going to go write a song. Hey, I'm going to write a song. And hey, I still have like another couple of times I can do for this month. And I have like the silver package. Hey, why don't you go write this song and then go record it and go and get something out there. Right. So that you're not just going in this kind of spot of, losing it on the way way over there because your nerves get the best of you like you get super anxious you get this kind of adrenaline you're like oh my gosh this is really right and then you go in there like and the guy's like you need to pay 250 an hour you're like okay I'm good I don't want to go there like no like Mm -hmm. you're already in a place that is encouraging (laughs) this creative energy and passion and thriving in that yeah so like you're gonna have this desire to be like hey, let's go do this. Like, let's go record it and let's see what this sounds like. And then let's go continue to work on it because we have more more times we can go in there and we can always wait till next month if we want to stay in this silver package. It's not like it's going to be like, oh, you know, it's not going to just be rolled over. It's going to be like, hey, like we can restart next month if we don't get it this, this time because we want to stay within our budget, you know? Right, yeah. So it gets just a, a bunch of different options and... <laughs> Uh, flexible price range so it's not because you know people don't necessarily have five thousand dollars to drop on an EP but that's what it costs 
you know, I mean, I know mm-hmm. some people can, because they have a friend of a brother of a uncle's friend that, you know, will do it, that they get That's it, it's... you know, for cheaper, but most of us don't have that. And, you know, I went, I was thinking about recording an EP and it was basically it broke down to about, depending on how many musician accompaniments I was hoping to have between 500 and a thousand dollars per song. So we're talking, you know, 2,500 all the way up to $5,000 for a five song, song EP, EP. Right. This is an EP. Like I'm in an album. An EP, not even like, nobody even knows who I am, <laughs> you know? So it's like, Oh my goodness. You know, and here I am, you know, I'm a working mom and you know, I just, for me, my heart is worship and serving the Lord in that way. And so, you know, and I mean, I was never going out to make an EP. I have people asking me for my music and I just didn't have an EP. So I thought, well, oh, let me research this and see. But it became an impossibility because the price was the issue. Um, And, you know, I, I'm sure in another podcast we'll talk about it, but uh, my, my husband and I have done a lot of missions work. And part of recording the EP was to sell copies of that to support the mission work that we have a heart and desire to Mm -hmm. do. Um, But again, the financial piece just, it was just too much. And and then, you know, it it doesn't make sense when you're upside down $5,000 and you're trying to raise money for missions. You know, it just, it wasn't a good um, investment at that point. So this would be like, you know, I'm throwing a hypothetical number, (coughs) excuse me, say it's $500 a month. Um, Mm -hmm. and I could probably record a five song EP with the time that I had in one month if I wanted, or I could record one song per month and, you know, do a really, you know, much longer job of it if I chose right. to, but you just wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to spend that kind of money. You just, mm-hmm. you would be able to work at your pace. And then, you know, I, I don't know. I think that with all the equipment and capabilities that Poyama will have, you know, you can lay down some tracks, you know, in a short amount of time and not for a lot of money um, and still have a very high end product at the end of the day. So that's, what's cool. Right, and you're in every day you're going to be able to to leave the space, knowing that you've accomplished something to help you go further, and not just waiting and whittling and saying "I wish" or like "I did." Yeah, I did. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think that there's going to be some people that will be discovered through this project because now they they already have the God given talent and gifts. Mm-hmm. And they will have an avenue to which their God-given talents and gifts can be put out in the world. And there's people that will be strongly affected by this, you know, because they'll get to hear this voice or this, see this photo or, you know, hear this podcast that can be life-changing, could be life-saving. Like, we don't know. It could be, you know, such a a big thing Mm -hmm. that, you know we have no way to, to know where this will go, but I think that it's just such a cool tool and resource that creatives will have basically at their fingertips. And I love 
where you're located, which we haven't really talked about um, <laughs> in Oregon, because that's a, a great location. So people from Washington, California, surrounding states, you know, will have access to this. And then who knows, like we said, sky's the limit. There could be more than one location someday, you know? Right. But that's... yeah, this is just such an amazing tool and resource for creatives and artists. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm just so excited about it. Yeah, and I think that's so important because, like, the creative industry is building, but we want to we want to create and empower quality over quantity. Right. That's, that's exactly. What, that's what we're really pushing for because a lot mm-hmm. of people they just continue to push things and throw it against the wall like spaghetti. But like, what are we really and what are we doing if we're just putting out lots of content without the quality? We're not going further. We're just we're just filling up our data on our phone, and we're just Right. things and we're like no like let's actually be proud of what we're putting out and not just say that we're yeah. just, just because we have to start somewhere we want to have it be a beautiful start and excellent finish right. so that we can be able to have it be a work of the lord's art you know like that's the mm-hmm. heart because like we are god's workmanship and i don't want to be giving our leftovers to the lord i want to be giving my my best you know exactly and so many times we can feel like we're we're just doing things to get by because we have to but like no like we're we're wanting to set this up so that we can be able to create a masterpiece and and this so yeah yeah exactly I mean it's just gonna open up so many avenues for people who really and truly may not have one you know they may not have an avenue at all in their life and they're an amazing artist of some sort (laughs) and this just Mm -hmm. opens that wide open for that person or those people and you know I know for me um I've been writing and singing for gosh 20 years (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know but um you know I have always had a desire to do more with it but not the resource or the avenue or the combination thereof so this combines that and then it also um opens the doors to um people coming alongside and and stewarding um the gifts we've all been given well by helping others and serving others through this whole poema idea yeah yeah i love that Poema family, it's just like, it's going to be such a familial place where we're not Mm -hmm. going to feel like we're outcasts, we're going to feel empowered, we're going to be able to grab people alongside, like you said, and do a gig with them and be like, hey, like, I know you're a guitar player, I know that you've been doing this, or you want to shoot for my wedding, like, whatever it looks like, and it's just creating this great family and community where you're, you're not in a place of lack or a place of just like, oh my gosh, I know one person, I only know one photographer, I only know this person, I want I have this big idea, like, you're like, no, like, my resources are overflowing, and now I just get to, like, you get just to have the, the options, as well as be able to have, like, what kind of specific things you want in, in, in your photography, in your video, like, what are they specializing in, what is, what is their gift that is, like, specific to what I'm wanting, instead of being like, I guess I have to to go to you because you're my only friend that's a photographer and I want right. to do this, you know. 
which is really yeah. it's really awful to say it that way but like that's kind of the norm like we go to it's people that reality. we we know and like they might not have the tools but we know that they are a photographer or a videographer or an artist and like mm-hmm. play for my wedding because I know that you're an artist an artist and yeah you know whatever it looks like so I wanted to transition from Poema the the community to some of something about you Amber like who are your influ- who are your influences <laughs> Like, who, who influenced you to be a creative person? And if it is, like, solely, like, only Jesus, like, tell us, like, what that, what that means and, like, how did that come about or if it's, like, people here as well? Yeah. Um, honestly, I didn't even know. I, I just, I grew up singing as a little girl and, you know, girl in the house, I be doing my chores and I'd be rocking out to Amy Grant, you know, like that's what you did. And um, then I got into school and I uh, started playing the flute actually for a lot of years. And then I ended up being, you know, kind of bored with band because I did it for so many years and tried out choir and I really loved choir. Um, And then I kind of, my life took a turn and I made some, uh, not as great of choices um, for my life. I ended up becoming a mom at the age of 18 years old, a single mom, and went through... You're an amazing mom. Thank you. (laughs) Uh Went through a lot um, of trials and tribulations through that and pretty much walked away from the Lord for a period um, altogether. Um, I mean, I always knew he was with me. I always knew he was there. I always knew he never left me, but I ignored him. I just... Mm wanted to live my life the way I wanted to live my life. And, you know, I didn't want to be bound by the Lord's rules or Mm. what I thought that I thought they were rules. You know, I've learned since then. Mm. Um, and then later in life, I just, I remember I was just at a really dark spot in my life and the Lord just made himself so evident to me. And I just, turned around, you know, just like the Bible says, you know, all you need to do is turn around, you know, he is standing there patient, like a gentleman waiting. Um, and, and it was my choice and I turned around and I made that choice to walk back into the arms of Jesus and just never looked back. And I started going to churches. Um, I was trying to find a home church and I ended up finding one, uh, Calvary Chapel would be Island after going to several yeah. and I didn't actually even want to go to church in my own community because I felt so judged by everyone. And it wasn't that they were judging me. It was my own, uh, demons I was fighting. Yeah. Totally. Um, and, um, I remember, you know, the Lord knew how much I love music and singing, but mm-hmm. I was really shy to sing in front of anyone. And we had this pastor and he came up to me, um, pastor Pat, <laughs> and he said, Hey, uh, I think it was my husband or somebody said, Hey, I heard you sing. Um, why don't you come sing next Sunday? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh no, I'm not that good. You know, or whatever. And he's like, well, just, just show up. It'll be fun. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like I was scared to death. And, but I, I showed up and I did it and I fell in love with just singing worship music. And I felt Mm -hmm. like this is what I'm born to do, you know, like this to serve the Lord in this way. It's, it's not just singing. It's like a part of who I am. Like God built in me this music box Mm -hmm. and, and without it, I'm not a complete person. And I know it's because it's, it's his gift to me. And so I, I've been going to Calvary and singing on the worship team 
for mm-hmm. uh, 16 years, and I was a uh, youth group leader for four years, and I yeah. led worship and started a worship um, band with the high schoolers, and then some yeah. of the high schoolers have started doing worship at Big Church, and now I'm worship leader at Big Church. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and you know, God's done amazing things. Now I've done guest worship um, all over. Yeah. And had, I've had a couple shows doing worship even at outside of church, you know, and then I've done retreats at mm. different women's retreats and things like that. And um, the Lord's just really opening doors in that world for me, but, um, but the doors are limited because I don't have anything recorded, even though I know I probably am supposed to, <laughs> um, but it's in his timing and I 100% don't want anything outside of his timing. So, right. um, yeah, so that's kind of as far as singing and, and the creative side of me goes, that is where I'm at with that. Um, did yeah. that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. let's backtrack a little bit. I know we're going to be wrapping up here in the next like 10 minutes or so. Okay. Um, so would you say that Amy Grant was your first? Oh, no, ex? Mariah Carey all day long. Mariah. <laughs> Carrie, <laughs> all day. She taught me how to sing. She, I got a cassette tape and a, a cassette player when I was, I think, 11. And that was the only tape I had was Mariah Carey and, you know, her Vision of Love album. Wasn't it, wasn't it 8-track or anything like that? No, I'm not that old. Thanks, so. though. <laughs> I mean, I'm old, but not that old. Yeah, no, it was actually a cassette tape, and it was Dang. Vision of Love, man. And I listened to that thing a hundred thousand times. And then, I, you know, my parents would get me another one, you know, down the road for Christmas or birthday, or whatever. So I pretty much know all the words to almost every single song she ever did, including her Christmas album. And so she was my probably Christmas goes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> she was probably my biggest influence my whole life was, was her. And I remember in, in choir, we went to sing at the useless play golf and country club. Coincidentally, that's, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> really close to where I live now, uh, yeah. but back way back, you know, a hundred years ago when I was in middle school and I, I sang amazing grace, but I sang amazing grace, like Mariah Carey style. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can even imagine I don't think I could do it right now, but I had no fear when I was in sixth grade and I just belted it out. And I remember somebody stood up and said, man, you're going to be a singer someday. And I was just like shy and be like, oh, that was nice or whatever. But I just remember that. And I remember thinking, you know, well, I love doing this. So, man, what would that look like someday? You know, but I'm not I mean, I'm a singer, um, but I, you know do bookkeeping to pay the bills. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah. But my yeah. heart is definitely in music, but specifically worship music. I love Jesus and of mm-hmm. course God is my number one ultimate, you know, gift giver of this. So yeah. uh, you know, the worldly influence would be Mariah Carey, but the whole reason I sing and the reason I even have a gift to mm-hmm. sing is because of the Lord and his great love and generosity in my life to allow you know, me to have this gift that I get to use to help serve his people and, um, <clears throat> go after his cause, you know, that's yeah. what I love. Exactly. And I think that's so important. Like, like, sure. Like there are very talented people in the world and like, I can completely not relate to Mariah Carey. Um, really? That's I, I know. 
I know. Oh, God. <laughs> if, they, if they get to this point in the podcast, they haven't turned off yet, then they'll figure out the real truth. We're, when they we're see identical. Like, you guys look identical. To <laughs> it's just so weird. People can hardly tell us apart. It's really creepy. I know. It's, it's so cuz all the tattoos you have on our on our faces. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Face tattoos where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> well, with all this recent stuff, I'm not sure if I'm even allowed to get tattoos, but we can't tell what it is because that's for another podcast. So people have to keep listening if they want to hear my story, and it's going to be awesome. So they you probably know. should keep listen. On. Keep on listening, people. <laughs> you always got to do that peek, you know, sneak peek for the future podcast so that know. they have they a reason have to come to. back. And this is a good reason to come back, man. This is a story of all stories. Story. So, we, we both have story of all stories. We so, do. So like, you're going to tell yours. I'm going to tell mine. And we're going to have a lot of folks, I think, down the road. And we're going to hear some cool stories through this thing. Like, uh, I think it's going to yeah. be fun just to interview creatives and like hear their story, hear their testimony, and be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Amazing. And yeah. being able to open this up, like this is not going to be just you and I talking. Like we want to open this up to people as well to be able to share their stories of creative endeavors in the yeah. future, to be able to hear like the struggle because everyone likes to show off the Insta glam, and like that's mm-hmm. like, the glam is not as glamorous as it sounds. Like it takes a lot of courage to to get into jump. You gotta get dirty getting that dirt and just getting the grind man yeah you just gotta keep on rolling the dirt until you just are dirty and you're like all right i like being dirty like let's figure yeah. out how to go to the next spot where i don't feel so dirty and i can like be able to move forward in this yeah uh, man so, that's gonna be so cool i can't wait for the next episode yeah it's gonna be so <laughs> good yeah well, we don't have a sign-off for this yet. We don't. We'll come up with a sign-off, and it's going to be, like, legit. Yeah. I, I, for now. I actually, like, I might just sneak in some, like, Mariah Carey to sign it off. Because oh, my gosh. That would this. be amazing. And we I can... think maybe, like, Vision of Love. Just go for it, man. Like, what, what was your first song that you, you sang from Mariah Carey? Vision of Love, man. Vision of yeah. Love. Wow. And then... There you go. Sign off with that. (laughs) And we're out, everyone. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in for our first pod, our first episode of uh, Poema. Whoop, whoop. We're super stoked. It's going to be called Poema PDX because I am based out of Portland and Um, we're out of. She is going to be. <laughs> it's in the works, man. Drop, in the works. Just pop that. Like she, she is going to come to Portland. She just has yeah. to continue to be patient in the process. So, Planet PDX is what this will be called. Love and it. We are super excited for what is to come next episode. So we're, we will let you guys know when the next episode comes out, and we will definitely sign it off with some Mariah Carey. To the one that was waiting for me, it took so long. Still, I believed somehow the one that I needed would find me eventually. I had a vision.
Turn down to 